Welcome to the Freedom City Church podcast, a podcast designed to help your faith thrive. We hope you enjoy today's message. What I want to talk about briefly with you is this idea of of you've got this. This is what my, my title is called. Say to the person next to you, you've got this. Say you've got this. I want to talk about... I want to talk about that with God, with God, I can overcome all adversities. With God, I can overcome all adversities. I'm not an old fella, but I feel like I am. I'm 31 going on 60. You know, when you look at the things in your life, the hardships in your life, sometimes you feel, oh, that aged my soul a bit. When you're watching the Olympics, oh, that aged my soul a bit. Now, sometimes the age that you are, it's intense. So Sometimes it feels as though, man, all these hardships that I've gone through, all these adversities, it's aged my soul a little bit. It's hard what I'm going through. Last year, if you don't know me, in October, I had a heart attack. I was on a 6K run. I was feeling good. On a 6K run, by the end of that run, I wasn't feeling good. I pulled over to the side of the path, and I was kneeling over, and I basically realized that something was wrong. I walked back to the car, drove home, waited for an ambulance, which is a miracle in itself. But then after that, when I was in the ambulance, I actually went into cardiac arrest. I went into cardiac arrest three times over the period of the next 24 hours. Yeah, I went into a coma for seven days, and I was in hospital for 18. That aged my soul. (laughs) That aged my soul. It, It was hard. Coming out of my coma, and in particular, the first three months was extremely hard. I didn't know what I believed anymore. My faith was shot. I didn't know, I didn't know whether I would be able to work anymore. I wanted to quit my job and move to a different country, you know, but COVID, you know, it's, I couldn't leave. You know, it was very hard. And I wanted to run away. And ironically, I learned that you can't run away from a heart attack. You can actually run into one. But anyway, that's funny, isn't it, Mavis? (laughs) Nine months on, it's been nine months. I can honestly say, I can honestly say, how on earth did I get through that? How on earth am I still here? My wife, my wife Megs, she didn't know what it would be like after. She didn't know if I would hate God and blame this for happening to me. She didn't know, honestly, there was, there was a real worry that I would have major brain damage in the first few days. So she didn't know if she would, she would be living, for, uh, living life with her husband with significant brain injury. You know, my heart function was shot to the point of being categorized officially as heart failure. It was bleak. It sounded very bleak. But I want to tell you something cool. Two weeks ago, I was at a cardiology appointment, and the doctor said to me 
that I no longer have heart failure and I'm categorized outside of that now, that I'm healing, that my heart is getting better. I think that's good news. My heart is getting better. Yeah. Two weeks ago, after nine months, after the possibility of needing a pacemaker in my chest, after the possibility of never being able to play sport again, I played basketball on Monday night and I scored six points. Six, six. I scored six points. Our team scored 13. We're not very good. I scored six points. I went and did, I've done two hour-long gym sessions by myself and I went hard. You know, how on earth did I get through that? How on earth? Because the thing about it is, my heart attack wasn't an adversary. It was something, an adversity. It was something that was pushing me back, that was holding me back. I had the opportunity to give up. I didn't want to push through, but I did. And even though the trauma of my body attacking itself happened, I can't deny that. My body wears the scars of that. It is the past, so I'm now looking to the future. I'm looking to the pages in the narrative that are yet to be written. So what am I saying today? You've got this. You have got this. No matter what you're going through, no matter how hard it may seem, you have got this. I want to tell you, I want to tell you, it's sometimes it's easier to say than to believe. But sometimes we have to speak it into existence. Sometimes we just have to keep saying, I've got this. Who's ever seen on the footy field or sports, sports oval, like there's someone, like imagine this if you're a footy fan, you're one point behind. The siren's just gone. And you're about to kick the ball from 45 out on an angle. And if you understand what I'm saying, well done. And then your teammate walks up to you and says, you've got this. And you're like, all right, maybe I do have this. Or something a bit more realistic. You're about to defuse a bomb. And the clock is ticking down. And over, you're, it's getting down to 10 seconds, nine you realize that you're partially colorblind. It's like, how on earth am I going to do this? Cut the yellow one. I don't know. <laughs> and then over the earpiece, someone says, you've got this. And there's almost this belief. You've got this. you got this. You know, there's something powerful about people believing in you. It taps into a deep part of us that is looking for validation and affirmation that we are good enough. But I want to flip the script here because in my darkest moments, I didn't want to continue. I didn't think I had it. Honestly, like people like, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. I'm like, shut up. You don't know me. You don't know what I'm actually going through right now. People are like, you've got this. I'm like, I don't have this. I don't have this. Do you realize what I'm going through? Sometimes what happens is we get to a point in our life where it's too hard to bear. We don't feel strong enough. And even the words of other people say, 
you've got this, you can do it. And you're just like, no, I can't. Do you know what I had to do to flip the script was I had to lay on my bed at night. I'd wake up at 3 a.m. crying and I'd say, God, if you're going to get me better, you've got this. If I'm going to get better and I'm going to heal, I can't do this. I was at the end of my tether. I was saying, God, you've got this. People would say, hey, Andrew, you're doing so well. No, no, God's got this. Hey, Andrew, just keep going. You're doing, you're going to get better. I don't want to keep going, but God's got this. Sometimes we have to look outside of ourselves because we put so much trust in our own ability and then we hit a proverbial wall and then we say, I can't do it. And sometimes we don't continue. Sometimes people spiral. There's a point in time where we have to take the burden off of ourselves and give it to God and say, I haven't got this. God, you've got this. You know, the Bible is a good thing. It says in Philippians 4, verses 12 to 13, and this is a man named Paul, and he's writing a letter and detailing the hardships he had just been through. This man was prisoned, imprisoned. He was beaten for his faith. But he says to, in this letter, I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound in, any, in every circumstance. I've learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. But... I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I've been through plenty and nothing, hunger, abundance and need. Paul had faced so many hardships and his resolution was, God, you've got this. If I'm going to get through it, it's not going to be from my own strength but it's going to be from your strength. I don't know where you are today in your life or what you're going through, but if you're at a point in time where you're saying, I can't keep going, this is hard, I can't overcome this mountain, this adversity in front of me, don't put trust in yourself, but put trust in the God who can strengthen you to push you through and get you over, to help you over this hardship. You know, I don't, some of us are so determined to be like, no, nope, I can do it, I can do it. And there's a point in time where it's good that like, if you're driving, like, I don't think you need to pray to God to be able to drive. Like, just drive, you know how to do it. Don't freak out every time, that's bad for everyone. But like, there's a point in time when there's mental, spiritual, emotional things, hardships, relationship breakdowns, financial issues, addictions. And we're like, I can't do this anymore. I can't continue. That's when we need to turn from looking at, I've got this, to God, you've got this. Why? Because through him, I can do all things he strengthens me. It says in Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30, and this is Jesus saying this. And if you know Jesus, he's very important and very wise. But he says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Are you tired of carrying all the burdens on your shoulders? Are you seeking rest? You know, one of the great things about doing this for so long is that I know that behind every face, every smile, there's something that's going on. It's not great for you, but it means that we can do something about it. Don't come to church. My encouragement is don't come to church with a mask. Come to, to church to change. Come to church to find rest. Come to church to find a community where you can lay your burdens down and we can collectively hold you up. Come to church for that purpose. Because if you're here, we're going we're gonna to find out at some point. We're going to ask you questions. We're going to walk with you. We're going to have coffees with you. But my encouragement to you right now is, do you need rest? Because if you do, right now is a really good time to make that exchange. Exchange the hardship for God's goodness. Exchange your pain and your weakness for his strength. You know, I don't know who, if you know Jesus or not, but he knows you. He knows your heart. In Genesis, God created us, and it says in Psalms that he knows every day of our lives. He knows us. So it's kind of like trying to hide from someone who already knows. It's kind of useless, you know. So my encouragement is if you are struggling today, if you are needing rest or you're carrying burdens that are weighing you down, maybe you need to turn to God and say, you've got this. God, you've got this because I can't take it any longer. You've got this because I'm struggling to keep my head above water. You've got this, God. If you're a praying person, can you close your eyes with me? I'm not going to ask you if you want to know Jesus because I believe this is part and parcel. I want to ask you, do you want to know the rest that Jesus brings? Do you want to know what it feels like to be able to believe in something bigger than yourself and to pass that burden from your shoulders? If that's you, can you just pop your hand in the air? I see those hands. Fantastic. I'm just going to pray for you. And then we're going to to spend time together. We're going to have a cup of tea and some morning tea together. And then we're we're going to be a community. So Father God, we just thank you that when Jesus died on the cross, he made a way for us to be set free from our sin. Lord, we we know that when you say to lay our burdens down before you, that you are faithful to take them off us and replace them with rest. So God, I pray for everyone who is struggling right now, who are taking things upon themselves. 
Lord, we just say in our hearts to you, you've got this, God. What I'm facing, God, you've got this. What I'm going through, God, you've got this because I don't. God, we pray that your rest and your peace will come upon us, that we would know that you are bigger than the issues in our life. We would know that you are faithful where other people aren't faithful. When we can't even do things ourselves, God, that you never give up, you never forsake us, that you're always there for us. If you believe that or that's something that you're seeking to understand more, just say, Amen. Amen. You've got this. I know this sounds just motivational, but my encouragement to you is it is motivational because you can overcome things with God. What seems bleak can be colorful in the eyes of God. What seems hard become easy in the hands of God. Thanks for tuning in to the Freedom City Podcast. If there is any way that we can help you survive and thrive in your everyday life, we'd love to connect with you. If you'd want to know more about who we are, just head to www.freedomcityfremantle.com. Until next time, take care.